It describes what was pens. It was iron. It was firm. It was mineral. Hey, I think we got one. This is Holmes. And this is Thomas. And welcome to Sitting on the Bench. The Loch Ness Monster, Slenderman, Skinwalkers, Bloody Mary. Local urban legends, are they all real or are they a hoax? Something you may never know. Here today, Thomas and Adam. And Ryan. And Ryan. <laughs> and Ryan. <laughs> um, well, thank you for that intro, sir. Thank you that very much. Really, we appreciate it. That was legendary. Very professional. <laughs> um, do you guys realize that there's something historical that is happening right now at this very moment? No, what's going on? This is the first time we've ever done an episode in daylight. That is true. I have not. Is that real? That. We've never done an episode <laughs> not at night. Usually at night, 12, 1, even 2, 3. <laughs> no. Fight night is a very loose term. <laughs> it was darker during winter times, too. So it's really start and we, uh, But this is true. I am. It is very bright outside. Yeah, you're still in Arizona. Do you have any palm trees in your yard? Actually, yes. Well, they're in the other yard. Never mind. So, no. <laughs> if I ever live in a place that can grow palm trees, you, I'm going to scrimp and save to get a palm tree. I want a palm <laughs> tree so bad. It's going to be so cool. Or a cactus, like a saguaro. A saguaro? Is that what they're called, the big ones? Yeah. No, I just, we just say a saguaro, but... How do you say it? That's how the native folks say it. Saguaro. 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 Silent G. <laughs> Ryan, oh. the voice. Saguaro. <laughs> Oh man, we need, we need like a soundtrack, like a laugh track yeah, or really. something. <laughs> Some special effects. Oh, man. Crazy cool. Ira and the douche. <laughs> oh man. Wah, wah! <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. How you guys been doing? So I I've been good. It's a it's a nice day out here. It's been a good time with the fam. Love it. That's pretty much it. I'm I'm fine. I'm chilling. What about you guys? Ryan, what did we watch today? We watched a nature video about monkeys. <laughs> so and the social dynamic of monkeys. It was actually pretty incredible. <laughs> it was like yeah, there's like a hierarchy. It's actually super interesting. Those who are in the higher up in the social hierarchy live at the top of the tree because again they get the best fruit and they get the most sunlight when they sleep. And those at the lowest are the at the bottom in the Would shade. You- would you recommend themselves. watching this before watching Planet of the Apes? Would that help? <laughs> oh. it's, it's actually a prequel. It's actually a prequel. <laughs> this is before whatever happens. <laughs> it's so funny. Woof. Um, yeah, I don't know how, how we want to get into this, but... Uh... Well, I guess, I guess Ryan already gave us our introduction. We will be talking about urban legends today. Yeah. I think, okay... I'm actually curious. What what would you say the definition of an urban legend is? I don't even know if I if I is there like one short little answer of like what an urban legend is because I feel like it's kind of subjective depending on who you talk to. Because usually it's I mean that's true because like we we have these categories of like what we think is like is Bigfoot an urban legend? Yes, I would say so. But like why why though? Okay, because a lot of people say or have say they've seen him. 
but n there's no real confirmation. So it's basically just like but I would say he's urban legend, same type of thing. But I feel like when I think of an urban legend, it's much more like sketchy. Where I feel like Bigfoot, there's more evidence toward for Bigfoot than like something like Slenderman. Like okay, so here's what Wikipedia says. So it says an urban legend, an urban myth, an urban tale, or a contemporary legend is a genre of folklore. So it's folklore. That's interesting. Uh, comprising stories circulated as true, especially as having happened to a friend or family member, often with horrifying or humorous elements. Interesting. So really, it's anything that's like more like word of mouth or like, I don't know, just like something that like, oh, so-and-so had this happen to them kind of a thing, but no one ever knows who so-and-so is. That's true, because I was... Oh, sorry. Did you cut out there? No. <laughs> oh, it, okay. Never mind. Sorry. Well, I just, I was reading another definition. It just said that was, it involves, it's involves someone vaguely related or known to the teller. So I think it has that more, like you said, air of less facts, more myth or built yeah. up that it's not like, oh yeah, yeah. So like, I guess that's how you define urban legend. Because I feel like ghosts and like Bigfoot, I don't know if I'd classify that as an urban legend. That's more of like, that's more like, I don't know, I don't even know what you call it, like a cryptid, you know, like more paranormal almost. Yeah. So maybe it's like more a mysterious, sketchy story from like local stories to even like worldwide. Like Bloody Mary, I see it more worldwide. Yeah. Whereas like there I guess, are local ones as well, like the Benjamin Pump House. So I think it might have started out as like local and it slowly just like spreads as like. Yeah, it just grows. Yeah. And I think some probably catch on or if they. Maybe the ones that are more popular have had more evidence. Therefore, it's like, oh, because like if we make up an urban legend, I don't say we made up an urban legend in theory. <laughs> in theory, <laughs> would it catch ground? I don't know. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I don't know. I think it's interesting, like how humanity has even spread like urban legends. Because I mean, like, you think like way back, like hundreds of years ago, people were like, like tellers of tales, you know, like orally. And so I think it's interesting how like urban legends have spread even in today's age of like technology and how people are still interested by like the unknown or like the, um, the macabre, like the, the eerie, the spooky, that kind of thing. No, that's true. And it's like, it's probably a lot different because that was the only way information was passed back then was through like word of mouth or it was, yeah. it was a lot harder to get, you know what I mean? Like in books, right. and even some people couldn't read, but now it's like, it's so available that everyone can look up whatever and, well, it's almost like that was their only form of entertainment. Right. Yeah. Would you think, uh, do you guys think like werewolves and vampires are urban legends then as well? Specifically like Transylvania? Hey, where even is Transylvania? <laughs> uh, Off 32nd Street in Transylvania. <laughs> Four blocks east. <laughs> You'll find it. You just keep going. Press the blackout. It in, uh... If you think Pennsylvania, you've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> I just know it ends in in Vania. I know it's in the it's in the east it's in Eastern Europe. I don't know if it's actually it's in Romania. 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 Freaking Romanians. No offense to any Romanians that are listening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would think that vampires and what else did you say? Werewolves. Werewolves. I would that's that would I feel like that would start as urban legend. I don't know what it's classified now, but that seems to fit for me. Well here's what I do know. As I do know, like, with vampires, at least, like, back in the day, like, medieval time, castles, whatnot, there are cases, not of vampires, but of, like, um, there was, like, a crazy queen. I can't remember who she was, but she, like, actually drank blood because she thought it made her, like, live longer. 
And so I almost wonder if it maybe like something like that and it just kind of like got twisted, the truth, and it just spread into like a story or like a cautionary tale maybe. That's I think usually how these things start. It's the classic game of telephone and just how it yeah. gets, gets added onto, it gets bigger, it gets more weird, more mythical. Learn your rules. You better learn your rules. If, if you, you don't, don't we'll be eating it in your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Um, well, okay. I think should, it's kind of nice we dive into any specifics? Specific yeah, ones? I am super fascinated with Slender Man. He's, okay. I think, oh. I don't know. I think he's so interesting to me. And, and I think for us, too, it's better because it's a little more, like, it's modern. Yeah. Rather than like oh back in the 1300s, it's like you can kind of you could kind of trace it to its source and also how it's grown and how it's it's just taken an interesting turn. So it's interesting that it happened like in our lifetimes. Like whether or not we we're old enough to remember it, I don't know like when the exact day like happened was, um, but I think his whole story is super fascinating. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Do you want to give us like a little history, Holmes? Do you have do you like know like the basic history of Slenderman? Well. I'm one of the foremost experts in Slenderman, actually. Um, <laughs> look me up. Look, I'm just kidding. No, it just like it was. It was from a. It was posted on a form of like a competition for, for like scary photos. I don't exactly know. I can look it up what the form was, but it was back in 2009, and so it was. It was like it was like two photos. In specific was like you know of like the classic like kind of big tall man in a suit, kind of vaguely in the background. It was like just Photoshop, but it was like oh, well, big tall man, fancy new whatever. <laughs> But it's like him and he kind of has like multiple arms, but it's like, it's like supposed to be creepy. And so I think it was, I don't know if both photos won or if it was just in the competition, but like people liked it and they were like, oh, this looks like kind of real or it looks like, it looks like weird. You know what I mean? Like, and I think it just kind of circulated from there, but that's like, they can trace it back to like those first couple of photos of what Slenderman, you know, kind of was, but. Is it the one with like the kids playing on the playground? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's that one. It's like, he's kind of like in the background by the tree, I think. I don't yeah. know exactly, but. Well, I mean, the things are, if you didn't know, like, the pictures are pretty convincing. They're, like, black and white. You know, they're older. Yeah. And it's, like, he's not, like, it's, like, a super, like, pfft, there he is. It's, like, kind of, like, in the background. You're, like, you could, he's definitely there, but it's, like, huh. Yeah. But it was, a, it was a competition for, like, creepy photos, and that was one of them that was very popular. I don't know if it won, but. Yeah. So, I mean, like, the basic gist of Slenderman, like, the legend, like, the legend that came. So the, the thing that's interesting about him is, like, he started out as, like, an internet thing, and then based on like their pictures and stuff like a, a background story happened and, like you turned into like a thing and then like you get people like marble hornets on youtube making like oh, documentary quote unquote about him um like i've seen somewhere it's like oh these these german woodcuts from the 1200s you know like show show a man like in the background but basically like if you don't know who he is he's like a super tall man or like a dark black suit and just has like a blank white face like no eyes no mouth nothing just like a white face um, it's actually kind of creepy if you look at it. Yeah, it really is. It's, and like I said, it's 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 gone on so many different like platforms and stuff. Like you said, it's the the mythos has just kind of grown. But they even made a video game. Like I remember that was like Slenderman. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I don't think I ever played it, but I watched people play because it, it was like it's kind of it's kind of spooky. It's yeah. like the lights just flickered. Uh oh, right. <laughs> green green ooze. <laughs> oh no, not again. <laughs> Someone behind you. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Um, I here's what I think is interesting though is I think it's fascinating how like somebody wanted it to be real that it turned into like a real thing. Yeah. And I think 
the evidence of that is the Slender Man stabbing. Have you yeah, heard of there were like two of them or something, right? Well, so the most famous one happened in, I think it was Wisconsin. And there's two like 12-year-old girls and they got their best friend and brought her into like the woods behind their house and stabbed her 19 times. Uh, and they they were thinking that it was like some way to prove or like some sacrifice to prove that Slender Man was real. Good thing is, is that uh, the girl that they got stabbed survived. And like, I think she's still alive. What? Um, but the two girls, yes, yeah, so they're 12. Like this happened five years ago. They were 12 at the time. Um, so means they're 17 now. Um, and they just sort of like in a mental hospital now. So that's, that's nuts. That's well, because I, I was reading that they, they ruled it that they were just mentally insane rather than like, you know, murder or anything or attempted, yeah. Attempted murder. Yeah. Well, here's a question Do you think that somebody could want something like that so bad that it could actually happen? Like, it could be like a figure, like a Slender Man entity that exists? Like, do you think there is something like that that actually exists? Like, mentally? Well, I think it's like, because I think a part of like the, the legend is, or like that, that kind of grew on it was that he like, he kind of, he stalks you. And that was like with like the, the big, with like the marble hornets. I think that's how that kind of got started that he's like always following you. And once you like, once that happens, like he'll, he kind of mentally like takes you over. And so I think, I think there's some truth to that. that like some people can become kind of mentally insane or like obsessive, like, well, someone's following me or like paranoia or, you know. They'll start actually imagining it. Yeah. And so like, I think to some extent it like, it could kind of become real in a sense. But I don't know. Maybe it's like, kind of like the from like the clown, whatever like the clown scare a couple of years ago when everyone was dressing up as clowns. Like, do you guys remember that? There uh, are some creepy <laughs> videos of that. There is some creepy, but I feel like it could be like some of that, like someone like dresses up like a suit, like a man in a suit, just to like creepy scare clown. people, make it kind of like catch ground, and people are like, oh, whoa. Well, the thing that I think is fascinating too is that any case with like Slenderman issues is always like young people. They're like. 12 13 there's even a case of like a nine-year-old like trying to burn down their house really because of it and like is that like is it because they just watch videos and they get scared i don't know do they i mean i think that like well think about it when you're a kid like and you're home alone at your house you always think there's someone there you know like you hear like a sound or there's a light that happens to flicker in the kitchen and you think someone's there looking Uh, at you ryan The lights will flicker on and off. <laughs> Nose for raw, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think a lot of it does probably have to do with, like, your psyche and, like, your psychology behind it all. I think it's, it's interesting how it, how it came to be, you know? If, if you guys have yeah. time, we should, anyone listening, you should check out the, the Marble Hornets YouTube video series, though. It's, I just remember as a kid, I watched that all the time, and it was so, it was fun. Is it freaky? I mean, like, some of it, like, I think, there's a couple of videos, like, I think now it's not as scary, but, like, like as a younger, like, kid, I'm watching it, like, there was a couple, I was like, oh, because, like I said, it's, like, a super vague, like, not, like, cheesy enough to be, like, oh, super fake, but, like, you're kind of, like, oh, these guys, and, like, let's say their acting is, like, super great, but, like, they just keep it, and, like, it's, 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 they just film from perspective of, like, oh, I'm being followed, like, if you just took a camera, like, around you, and, like, you're just, and they pan, and you can see a guy in the background, and you're, like, oh, it's kind of creepy. You know what, here's something interesting is the guy who made it so it's fake obviously but the yeah. guy who made it posted the first video like right after the uh Sutterman, like photoshop contest thing happened mm-hmm. um 
I also think that might have what like expedited like the Slenderman like hype was because like there was a picture and immediately this guy posted a video that made it look like it was real. It, it's like it's pretty good. Like think about like what they did. Like it's pretty dope that they like just were able to like find this thing, do it pretty well to like because I, I think that's what it, what grew it was those videos a lot, and it's just grown since then. Yeah, entry number one of the Marvel Hornet has <laughs> seven point one million views <laughs> from ten years ago. There is like over a hundred episodes, is what they call it. Yeah, there's eighty-seven entries so far. Because like some are like thirty seconds, some are like a minute. Yeah, some are like ten minutes. There's a thirteen-minute one right here. Oh wow! But the very first one's like fifty seconds. That's so interesting. I I think too it's popular because it is like I think we've all kind of had the idea that like you're either being watched or you're being followed, and I think that's always kind of like obviously I don't want that to happen to me, but like you think of like how well, that'd be just scary. It's one of those fears. Like yeah. being afraid of the darker. Well, I mean, like, maybe a lot of a lot of these urban legends are based around our most basic fears as humans. Our primal fears. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. Well, I mean, like think about like you're walking down the street at night, and there's like a long road in front of you, and you can just like imagine someone just standing at the end of that road, you know, just like looking at you, and it kind of like gives you the heebie-jeebies just thinking about it. And there's something too about the slender, like his. I don't know if it's like his suit. It's almost like normal. Yeah. But it's not like with this. It's this, like, like he looks normal until you, you notice he's not normal almost. And I think that's what makes it a little more creepy rather than being like. He's unidentifiable. Normal. Yeah. And that's what that's like. And again, I think it's another, it goes yeah. into like the primal fears of like we can't, if you can't explain it like exactly, there's something off. That's interesting. That makes a lot of sense. I feel like most urban legends are kind of like that. Like they base off of like natural human instincts or fears, like the fear of the dark, fear of like being alone i don't know like little things like that like thinking someone's there when there's not like little things like that i think you should dive into the psychology of that to like research or like look up why that is the way it is like why humans are the way we are fear yeah get deeper i want to get (laughs) some of life's biggest questions (laughs) why why are we here where are we going if you think about it like the loch ness monster makes sense for that as well like imagine you're I mean, I've been, like, if you've ever gone boating before in a big lake, oh, I always, like, sometimes, you sometimes have that thought, like, oh, what if there was, like, a shark in here and it came and just ate me? Do you want to know what my single biggest fear is when I go boating? What? First off, like, after you fall or something, you know, it takes the boat a while to come, like, and pick you up again. Like, you're just kind of floating there in the middle of the lake by yourself. Right, that's when you think about these things. One of my greatest, yeah, exactly. One of my greatest fears is that I'll just be sitting there, like, bobbing in the water, and then, like, I'll feel, like, a hand touch my foot, like there's a dead body underneath me Ugh. and the thing that freaks me out is that like a lot of the places where like we go boating like people have actually died and a lot of times their bodies haven't been found like a reasonable fear like ryan we went boating the other day at willard bay without me yeah, yeah. That's, my, there, so. that's, my, that's my biggest fear is getting left out of a boating trip eat your heart out <laughs> out of your throat out of the couch i'm just kidding i'm kidding anyway that lake is like maximum like 20 feet deep like it's not super deep um and it has, like, it gets really low. But, like, there's been, there, I think, like, just a couple of years ago, there was somebody who was out jet skiing and a storm came. And they found the jet ski, but they never found him, like, on the lake. Uh-huh. Um, and then, like, I go to Lake Paola, and, like, it's, like, 400, 500 feet deep water. And there have yeah. been bodies found at the very, very bottom before. Um, and it just, like, freaks me out. Like, that's, I feel like, I don't know if it's an irrational fear, but it is, like, a fear I kind of have. Just, like, thinking about it, like, while you're yeah. all, like, you're just kind of, oh, you know. 
Do you think you're supposed to wear a life jacket so that your body floats to the top if you die? I think you're supposed to wear a life jacket so if you can't swim, you float. <laughs> or if you get, like, the wind knocked out of you, you're still going to be alive. Yeah, I'm just wondering if that's another reason why. Um... I don't think it is. <laughs> well, it is now. Oh, I, I, do, I, I, do you want to know what Ryan told me today? <laughs> <laughs> what? what? For, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, we were talking about, like, sleeping in the car. And he told me, he said, Thomas, like, they build roads that will, like, rock you to sleep. Like, roads are built that way to rock you to sleep. And I said, Ryan, no, they're not. Their main concern with building a road is keeping you safe and not putting you to sleep. <laughs> they don't care about the passenger. They care about the driver. But they do. They do. They really do. Hey, why would they do that? They're just going to, as you be late at night, and someone's going to be driving and fall asleep and kill someone. Yeah, that doesn't seem very safe, but... <laughs> Uh, what are you saying? <laughs> it might be Ryan. It's just like the natural movement of the car feels like that, but they don't the build it not. like that. <laughs> not passenger, right? <laughs> so a Loch Ness monster, huh? <laughs> oh, is Ryan feeling a little bad? <sighs> no, I, I definitely. I think that I think that's one. Like that's always been like one of my biggest like you know like what ifs like or like would you rather's. I always ask like, would you rather be like floating in the middle of the ocean at night? You know what I mean? Like, it's always, like, one of, like, the things At I... Night. But, like, how creepy, like, you're just, like, you're, you're to the, you know, the whims of whatever the ocean will do, and then it's also, it's dark, and you, there's, like, all just water beneath you, unexplored. Oh. Yeah, that's always, I think that's a, definitely a fear. Well, I think it's interesting, too, is, like, mo- like, the majority of, like, Earth's bodies of water, we are, under, like, unexplored. Like, we saw, like, the map has been 100%, sorry, what? The moon? <laughs> has been mapped all the way, but we only know like ten percent of the ocean floor, which five percent blows my mind. Yeah, it's only five percent, which is crazy. The ocean's deep, and there's so many play out. We haven't even don't even we know. don't even know like a fraction of the creatures that live down there. Which honestly, I think that Nessie, among most like urban legends, is like the most reasonable one. Um, because I mean, like. So there's some theory that, like, Nessie is, like, a dinosaur that, like, somehow survived extinction or, like, I don't know. Like, there's a bunch of theories about, like, what she could be. And could one be of like them is, like, a, a really big eel. Um, Something like that. But, I mean, like, it makes sense to me to think that it could be, like, some creature that we thought was previously extinct. Because, I mean, like, you bring this up, I bring this up all the time. Like, the coelacanth, like, the coelacanth was thought to be extinct until, like, they thought it went out, like, 65 million years ago. And then some fishermen caught it off the coast of, like, South Africa. And it's like, if we thought that there was this fish that has been extinct for millions of years, but it's still, like, alive and thriving, like, what else, what other creatures are still there that we thought were extinct? And that was pretty recent, wasn't it, too, Thomas? The... Uh, I think it was in, like, the 70s. 70s? So, I mean, like, I mean, recent. In, in millions of years, speaking. <laughs> yeah. But... No, yeah. Um, what if there was, like, a whole human civilization underwater and we just never knew about it? Because we only know so little, right? That's true. We always like to think we we can find out and know all about the Earth, and we think we know, but we don't. But we don't. Okay, so um, on December twenty third, nineteen thirty eight, the first specimen was found off the coast of South Africa, um, but they didn't. I don't think they caught it until like the fifties, I think, or something like that. Well, yeah, there's definitely like there's so many places that have not been explored that I think 
I think the Loch Ness Monster sounds ridiculous sometimes. You're like, that's not, can't just be in the water. Which maybe it's portrayed, you know what I mean, with like a huge, you know, like T-Rex looking dragon thing in the water. But to some extent that there's some creature that, that we don't know it could exist is, is fairly, I think, accurate or realistic. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I think it's totally possible that, I don't know if it's just like, it's like, just like Nessie per se, but I do think that there's for sure like giant creatures that exist in the water that we just don't know. Um, first off, like the Loch Ness is actually really deep. Like it's 750-ish foot deep. Where is it located? In Scotland. In Scotland, okay. Um, I'm trying to figure out how like long it is and how wide. I can't tell. I don't even know what the freak is the difference between a lock and a lake. I do not know. Yeah, is it or is it just pronounced differently or what? I don't know, Thomas. It's a different language. You know, you know Europe the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I think it maybe just pronounced. I think it's just lake, lock. Like Ness, Ness. Whatever. The freaking British people. I don't even know anything about them. Tea and crumpets. Tommy, Somebody... what you... British listeners. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hey, we love you. Good day, old mate. Cheerio. <laughs> that was well handled. Beautifully handled. <sighs> Preserving the integrity of our nations <laughs> together. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Man... Ryan, what are your thoughts on, like, stuff? Like the Loch Ness monster, I think it could exist for sure. What like, if you could, like there could be a possibility of it even like even coming inland from the ocean through some sort of river? If I don't know how that exactly works, where Loch Ness is or the geography of that, but it's very likely that something could happen like that. Well, and then it just habitats in a lake after. I think there's been thoughts um, that. Um, that there like could be an underwater river or something like connecting like the ocean to it. Some sort of channel. Yeah, it's just like the Bear Lake monster in Utah. There's a very much possibility that that could exist or really it's just a, an old tale that has always been just recirculating through. With the Bear Lake? Mouth. With the Bear Lake monster, like is there describing like what it looks like or people are like, Oh, it's generally this is it like huge. Is it small? Is this? It's, it's, I think it's somewhat big. I saw, I've seen pictures. It looks kind of like you could say like a giant alligator, but with, instead of like uh, arms and legs, it's uh, like fins. So it only swims kind of just like a reptilian creature mm -hmm. from the dinosaur era, basically. Here's the thing about the Bear Lake monster. I think this one's a load of crap. Um, for for a couple of reasons. Busters, get them. Reason, reason one is that look how far inland Bear Lake is from any like yeah, large body true. of water. Um, and second off, the so um, the original like first time that people talked about it was this guy who was like a colonizer in the area, and he reported second first off second hand accounts of sightings of the creature, second hand accounts, and then later he recanted what he said. So Sounds legit to me. <laughs> <laughs> it got too big. It got out of control. It really was just a funny story, and then people started to believe it. And here we are, 150 years later, <laughs> believing it. The, the ultimate troll. <laughs> <laughs> That's my goal: is to leave a legacy like that. Just troll 
for years and years and years. It's just this whole thing. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Um, Should right. we talk about? Oh, sorry. No. Oh, no, no, please, sorry. No, no, it, would no, no, no. it would be my honor. If oh, you please. I was gonna say, should we talk about like skinwalkers or something? Oh, well, yeah. while we're still on the topic of creatures, what about the chupacabra? The curse of La Llorona. The curse of La Llorona. Somebody loves that. What do you think about the chupacabra? Do you think it's real? Um, I'm not super familiar with the chupacabra. I should be because it's... It's your heritage home. Yeah. What are it's actually, I think it actually originates in like Puerto Rico, but still is like a Mexican story as well. Chupacabra literally means kid sucker upper. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Like from Spanish? Uh, yeah, Spanish to English translation. Yeah, they, they, they say it was but just like... Kid also is, can mean like goat or kid like in English as well. Oh. That makes more sense. Because on the good old web, they, they just say that it's just it's like it was, it came from reports of animals being attacking, that the Chupacabra would attack and drink the blood of the livestock. Yeah. Including goats and so, but it said like physical descriptions of the creature varies, so it's not exactly sure what it is, but kind of smaller. Yeah, it's a smaller creature. El Chupacabra. The girl's is La La Lona. The girl. Stop, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's just another urban legend that you always hear about, but like, could it be true? That's true. Maybe that was just like passed from word of mouth of like people. With the livestock back in the farms, just hey, this is happening. What's what's causing it? And they say, oh, I saw the chupacabra. Yeah, what if it was just like an animal, like it was like a small wolf or something, and <laughs> kind of misshapen, misformed, but they thought they saw something different. Yeah, like maybe it had lost its hair somehow or something. A sickly was... wolf. Yeah, that's what I think. A lot of those do come from like hairless creatures. They look, they look <laughs> odd or different, or they look more creepy, or they're like. Well, have you heard of like where mermaids are thought to have come from? Uh uh-uh. uh. The, the ocean. There's, there's a theory. Oh, <laughs> why are they <the> funny? Mermaids. Mermaids. Yes. Uh, so there's thoughts that like the, the like the legend of mermaids came from like um, pirates, obviously, right? But it originated like in the Caribbean. Uh, first off, do you, say, do you call it Caribbean or Caribbean? I've had a moral dilemma with that like my whole life. Caribbean. I think because of the movie Pirates of the Caribbean, but I'll sometimes say Caribbean just to kind of be dumb, but I think I usually Caribbean. Yeah, I usually say Caribbean. So I think it originated from like sailors in the Caribbean, especially like Florida, Keys area, and there's thoughts that it originated from like manatees. Like they saw a manatee and thought it was like a person swimming in the water, underneath the water. But I'm not really sure how you can choose a manatee with a person in my, like... People say crazy things, I don't know. Oh. What I'm saying is like that makes sense with like the chupacabra is it could be like just an animal that they didn't really know what it was at the time maybe or something and then it turned out it was just like some rare species of wolf or coyote or something. Yeah, that, that got blown out of proportion to like this. I think that's just true. That's fair. Yeah. Hmm. I can see that. Yeah. Um. Anyways, go ahead, home skinwalkers. But I don't know what skinwalkers are. <laughs> Thomas. That's Thomas' expertise. What? I think, okay, so here's basically what I know, and I don't know a lot, but I do know a little. Like a lot of things, I pretend to know more than I actually do. You're good. <laughs> That's about right. 
Exactly. Look at any essay I've ever written in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I hope all your professors are listening to this right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, Anyway, skinwalkers. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, I lose my train of thought all the time, and I say yeah, yeah, yeah to try to fill it, and now you guys look like you hate me. And so, skinwalkers are supposedly a Navajo <laughs> urban legend. <laughs> And yeah, go it, for it. It's basically a supposedly a witch, some sort of witchcraft that a witch can turn into or morph into an animal or actually like take over an animal's body and haunt people basically. Or lurk like around near people. Kind of like uh, in Harry Potter when the professor turns into the cat, right? An animagus? Yeah. The animagus. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think, uh, not Chupacabra, sorry, Skinwalkers are really interesting, because um, I think that one has more, I don't know, that feels more plausible to me, um, because I, I, a witch over a witchcraft <laughs> seems more plausible <laughs> than the bear like monster. <laughs> yes, we know that people like get into like black magic and like witchcraft and stuff, like what do you think like a Ouija board is, you know, we know like people do stuff like that. That could, it is recorded in the scriptures, too. Yeah, that could bring, like, evil spirits to do something. Um, I will say, there, there's something about, like, like I said, like, I don't know, the Navajo, like, the, I don't know if they're, like, their stories hold more weight, but there's just, like, they, they, they're, like, I don't know, they're always been, in, I feel like they're always, they're spiritual people, and so they're in tune with spirits, and, like, I feel like when you, like, when you hear, it's more consistent across their stories, you know what I mean? Like That's for cool. us, it's kind of just like oh, the, barely. The little details, like, yeah. Yeah, I feel like the details are very Consistent. like. Like you talk to people from like you know, like Arizona, like on the on the res, but like you go across the country, you go across the world, it's like native. I don't know. Well, yeah, that makes sense to me. Like I feel like, yeah, and I feel like it's it's been passed over generations and it has been stayed pretty consistent, which is not easy to do with something like folklore and like mm-hmm. legends and things. Um, but I just think it's it's really interesting, like how even like the elderly people of like the Navajo Nation like super, super believe in it too, which once again bears more weight for me because I feel like most of the time with like an urban legend, it's like some just punk kids that are just trying to freak people out. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's like these like wise, like older people that are also like think it's real, like, I don't know. For me, that just carries more weight. That makes it more reasonable to me. Does anyone, do you, does anyone have any like... <laughs> Any stories about skinwalkers or? Yeah. Any... Really? Yeah. I mean, seriously? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not to me personally, but it happened. Well, yeah, me. I just like, if you've heard or talked to anyone, I'm just curious, like, more. So, remember that? Give us the skill. I had a mission companion, and this was the same companion that we saw the ghost with. Like, uh, oh. so, like, that's how, how I knew he was interested in that kind of stuff, because he had, he had talked about, like, skinwalkers and stuff. Uh-huh. And so he he played. Rugby, we should right? we should have him on the podcast sometime. Yeah, he he's a man of interesting stories. Like he's a lot of creepy stuff. That his their apartment got broken into on the mission, and they walked into the apartment, and the guy was still in their apartment. And they like, and then they put him in a headlock and called the cops. And they went like court. It was crazy. <laughs> what? Podcast another time. Wow. What to get him on? He just throws it out there casually. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, he, he's always looking for, like, adventures and stuff. Anyway, yeah, so he played rugby, and he played rugby with, like, there's a lot of, like, uh, Polynesian people that played rugby with him, 
um, who are also like, they also have a lot of like folklore, you know, spiritual things, like kind of similar to like Native Americans. But there's also, I think there's somebody on his team, there's like one person on his team who's also like, I can't remember if he was like full-blooded Native American or at least like 50-50, like pretty, like he was like up there, right? Like he was, mm-hmm. like he had enough Native American blood that he was like, he could put it on like the census kind of a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, and so he has two stories with him, with skinwalkers. First is they were on a road trip coming home from a tournament and I, they're either, I think they were coming home from, I think they said they were by Vegas. I can't remember if the tournament was in Vegas or they were like, had to drive through Vegas to get home. Um, but anywho, um, they were driving and then they crossed into like a, a Native American like reservation and um, there's some, some guys on the scene started joking about skinwalkers or something and then the kid in the back who's like Native American is like, guys, don't joke about it. Like, this is not the time nor the place to joke about it. Because there's some theories that, like, um, it, it tends to be within, like, the American Southwest or, like, there's, like, certain points that they believe that are, like, almost not magnets, but just, like, there's a more concentrated, like, vibe of, like, skinwalkers and stuff. And um, so this kid was, like, in the back, kind of, like, like, keeping to himself, like, wasn't trying to talk about it, bring it up at all, but he started to, like, say, hey, stop, you're going to regret this. Um, and then all of a sudden someone said, hey, like, what, what's that? And there was something that was like, um, it was like running. He said it was like kind of like running slash like kind of like a deer runs almost, like kind of galloping almost. Uh And it was keeping up with their car. And they were on the freeway going like 80 miles an hour. Um, And it was like, like keeping up with their car, like off to the side. And they they could not figure out what it was. Like it wasn't a horse. It wasn't anything like that. And they were like, they got really spooked. And so the guy who was driving just floored it and they got out of like the, reservation as fast as they could um and he said he totally thought that like, that was a skinwalker just because they were talking about it and they say like when you talk about it it tends to bring the spirits in closer like the skinwalkers closer to you um and so i'm like that was fascinating to me utterly fascinating um and then he's another story of where they went camping and it was also somewhere in the southwest and um and um skinwalkers there's a lot of theories where they tend to resemble a dog um, because first off, like humans like dogs, right? They're like companionship. They're not as afraid of dogs. And so it seems much more innocent. Mm-hmm. And there's like a story where they went camping and there was this dog that just came out of nowhere out of the woods. And it was, it looked like a, like a house dog. It wasn't like a stray dog, like a wild dog, but it looked like, it was like a beagle like or something like that. Just something like really nice looking like. Just friendly, normal. Yeah. He said it had human eyes. Oh, what? He said he looked at it and it had human eyes. And he was like the only one who really noticed it. And the dog would not stop following them around. And it's got like oh really gosh. bad vibes from it. And, and like, what was this? What? This is when they were camping? Yeah, they were out camping. And uh, they like lit a fire to like try to scare it away kind of a thing. But the dog would not go and it kept following around and like was just, like scratching at their tents and stuff. And, and it had like no collar or anything. Was this him and his friend? Um, I, yeah, well, friends, plural. There's like five or six of them, I think. Um, and and he, my friend was the only one that started to get really freaked out. Everyone was like, oh, it's a puppy, you know? But he was like, no, this doesn't feel right. Because he had talked about skinwalkers before. And he kind of knew, like, I don't want to say the signs, but he was kind of familiar with what it was like, the, the legend behind it. And he just, he like made them leave. And they, as they left, they went to like a gas station to fill up that was like 20 miles away from their original camping spot. And the dog was there. The same dog was at that gas station or whatever. No. And they're like, there's no way. There's no way. And then they just 
busted out of there as fast as they could. What the heck? Are you serious? I don't know. This guy is really interesting. We need to get him on. <laughs> Seriously, I would I would love to hear some of these stories. That's There's a million a million stories of stuff like that. That's but, creepy. Yeah, it was freaky. I don't know. Twenty miles away, and they just. Or I don't know, twenty miles. But it was just like off the mountain. It was know? far, like yeah, far enough to be like. It wasn't like a dog. Like a dog could run at what, like ten miles an hour max. You know, if it's like a little puppy. It's interesting. Fifteen, twenty, they're pretty fast. Yeah, but I mean, they were in a car, you know, like on a road. And so it said that these, like, it's like supposed to be like witches or you know people who dabble in whatever witchcraft and. Black magic, maybe. Black, I, I I'm not really sure. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I find the whole thing just. Urban legends as a whole to me are just an interesting part of like human culture. That's true. And there's something I think like, like, I don't know, like, there's something always that's kind of scares each of us, but there's something fascinating too about it that you're always kind of like interested in. Like, like I said, I wouldn't like want to be part of that like experience with the dog, but like, right. At the same time, I'm kind of like, ooh, I'm like, I want to know more. Why, why was it there? Why was it? Yeah, so. Yeah, that's freaky. Yeah, speaking of other creepy things. What do you guys think about Bloody Mary? The old legend is like, if you say the name three times while looking in the mirror, she'll appear in the mirror. There's something with like a candle. Oh, I don't know about, I don't know anything else but that. So it's, is it, it has to be like pitch black though, isn't it? Like in the dark? Does it have to be in the dark? I don't know if it has to be in the dark. (laughs) I think it does. (laughs) Maybe we're sharing different, (laughs) but like, Generally speaking, though, like, yeah, say the name that's always been kind of consistent. Yeah, kind of creepy. This one has always been something that I've been concerned about because it's, like, something from my childhood. Like, that's a story I heard from childhood, and I watched it on the Supernatural. Supernatural. Yeah, when I was very young, so it's always scared me. Do you- Knowing, like... I've, I've tried it before, of course, and nothing appeared. Of course. I had to when I was a kid because I didn't want that fear looming around me for the rest of my life every time I looked in a mirror. Oh, that's actually kind of... How old were you when you did finally like, got up the courage to do it? Probably like five or six. Like young, young. <laughs> well, don't, watch, don't watch Supernatural even... <laughs> when you're five or six, guys. <laughs> I couldn't even talk when I was five or six. I was what? <laughs> <laughs> anyways creepy just another urban legend that exists and i mean it could just be like another demonic thing that who who is mary like is it like like the queen mary is it queen mary yeah what is oh was she the tower of london mary the one that got hung in the tower of london i'm looking it up i don't know exactly what the whole story is it's for sure not the cocktail i can tell you that right now (laughs) also that drink sounds absolutely disgusting. It's just like tomato juice and vodka or something. <laughs> You're like, uh, nope. Yeah, that does not sound appealing. Yeah, I looked it up and it said, it was back in the 1920s where this guy, an American bartender at Harry's New, Bo- New York Bar in Paris, mixed equal parts of tomato <laughs> juice and vodka. No, not that type of origin story. Spooky! Spooky! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's actually really interesting. It's so, a ritual even. Her name is Bloody Mary. So I'm actually looking at the person. Yeah. yeah. The Mary the First of England. She was a Tudor, <laughs> which says a lot. Um, born in 1516 and died in 1558. But her her ba- her big thing 
was reversing, trying to reverse the English Reformation. And so she had, she said, it said she had over 280 religious dissenters burned at the stake. And that's why people called her Bloody Mary, because she killed all of these religious, like, people who were going against her religion. That's where her nickname came from. Really? Yeah. Wow. And they said, so after you say her name a few times, she's supposed to, like, just appear and that's it? Or is, like, you're supposed to die or what? I, I don't know, actually. Is she supposed to, like, get you? Like, what does that even mean? Yeah, like, is it just, like, oh, she's in the mirror, and you're like, oh, that's creepy, but are you, like, haunted, like, forever? Like, stalked Slenderman style, or are you just slitting your throat, bloody style? Oh, that's so dark. Stop. <laughs> Apparently, it was supposed to be some sort of, like, symbol of the future. So some people have done it, and they say they saw, like, a skull, which meant that they, they were going to die before they got married, like, yeah. something like that. I've heard of things like that as well, like on Halloween night, if you do the same thing and look in the mirror, you'll see like your future spouse. Oh, it's kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Very innocent, you know, very childlike. I know. It's just, uh, there are a lot of little branches off, branch offs of this little folklore. Of the mirror. Speaking of like what? branches of folklore, uh, wait, did you have something, Holmes? Well, I was just saying, why the mirror? Why do you think... Because you'll be able to see something that's not there. Like if you were to turn around, your your future spouse isn't going to be there. Bloody Mary's not going to be there with you. But if you look in the mirror, it will be. So I think it plays on another one of those basic things like looking in a mirror. How does a mirror work? Like no one really knows how a mirror works. It just does. <laughs> and it, we all know how a mirror works. Look it up. Scientific. Oh, he's like, oh, well, actually, you see. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but it's like, it's just a basic thing. But something I think is fun, like, so Bloody Mary is, like, pretty, like, known, at least in the United States all around. Are there any, like, local urban legends that you guys know of, like, in your little areas or anything? We got Bloody Gary. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's not a thing! (laughs) There are a couple around where, where I live, where I've lived growing up in Orem, Utah. There's the Benjamin Pump House, which is said... To be where Ben's brother. Yeah, we went there. It's pretty creepy, actually. It's there's nothing there. There's home. nothing there. All the band at home. Does have a video that <laughs> undeniably. There could possibly have been two ghosts that passed through the window. Oh, no, there wasn't. <laughs> Maybe just one. No, there wasn't. You never know. Benjamin Pumphouse, tell the story. Tell the story. We went and visited it. Ryan took a video. Yeah. So. <laughs> The story is that one of the brothers fell into the like the well or the irrigation system and died, and then the business just started to fail. And then, if you go back on Halloween night, you'll see flashing lights inside, or like it will still be turning on, even though like I don't even know if it has modern electricity in there. It's such an old building, like maybe late 1800s, early 1900s. You know what I was thinking about the other day? When you hear that a house is like 100 years old. That sounds super old, and, like, you think, like, 1800s when it was built. But really, now when you say that, it's only, like, 1920, which really isn't that bad. Carry on. (laughs) Another, so that's just one of the urban legends. Another one I've heard about is Vivian's Tree. There's this place called Vivian's Park in up the canyon uh, near Provo. I think it's Provo Canyon is what Uh they call it. And there's a place called Vivian's Park, and at Vivian's Park, 
there's said to be this girl named Vivian who got lost. And that's why the park's named Vivian's Park, because it was named after her, because they were never able to find her. So, like, she could still, like, be there in spirit, technically, you could say. <laughs> and it, there's, like, supposedly a place called Vivian's Tree, where you can go up to and make a hash mark on and say her name. And she'll appear as well. It's just another one of those things I've heard. Like she'll like she'll like appear and like talk to you, or is it just kind of like people seeing like they saw appear her? Appear to like spook or like they just saw her. Huh. Honestly, the, like the missing anytime there's a missing person involved, it's always kind of that yeah. always scares me extra. Like if like they never found because there's so many like un like open like yeah like open ended cases like that or like missing persons cases. So that's honestly kind of freaky. There's like thousands and thousands of missing persons cases that have never been solved. It's like, yeah, where did they never, yeah, that, mm, I don't like that. That scares me. Yeah. Woof. Creepy. Well, it sounds like we're winding down a little. <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah, I don't know if I have any, I don't really know any local legends that I don't really got any good. All we, all we got is like, like I said, the Bloody Gary. <laughs> Bloody Gary. And more just like be like Chupacabra. Just coming yeah. from. Curse of La Llorona. La Llorona. <laughs> and like Skinwalkers, I think, just with the Native American. Being so close to Native Americans and Mexico. How, uh, how, how, how close are you to like a reservation? Are you pretty close to reservations? Um, not like. It's on the other side of. Well, I guess there's a main one is like 30 minutes away so the answer is yes you're pretty close yes yes i'm sorry <laughs> i think i go like oh it's just like my back yeah you're right you're right no that was dumb <laughs> comparatively speaking maybe we're, like, maybe we're like 30 minutes to an hour actually okay so salt lake is 30 minutes ish to an hour so and i think that's pretty close you know what <laughs> you know what thomas i love you love you um yeah i don't know I think urban legends are cool, and I think there always are going to be some, in some shape, way, or form, urban legends are going to exist for who knows how long. That's true. I think there's always the fascination, the unknown, some Joe Blow starting a story. Yeah. Anywho. We're humans, and we're curious, and we always want to find the new discovery. And there always will be something that intrigues us, and like, kind of grasps at our fear a little bit, but we kind of like that as humans, you know? We like we're curious creatures. I think, I think we're going to go, um, going to go check out some of these urban legends. So just follow us on our YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, honestly speaking, right here, right now, are we really going to do a YouTube channel? I think it'd be dope. It just like we don't like I said we have to be serious about it. Like I like the podcast; they're like they're a little easier to do. What the heck? But the YouTube channel—it's a skinwalker. Like seriously, like, there's a bunch of like, like it looks like floating papers in the sky, like kind of like in a circular, like almost like a. <laughs> That's freaky. The UFOs. It's the UFOs. <laughs> it's like probably someone like started a. Well, I don't know what why. Holmes, an urban legend is being created right now as we speak. Make it up. Make it, make it up. up right now. So it's called the Dust Devil. That's already a thing. <laughs> okay, so it, what it is, I don't know. I can't think. Click it up. It's called the White Paper. The Man, white, that's racist. The White Pages. The Scranton White Pages. <laughs> it's called the White Pages. <laughs> Interesting. It's called the Floating 
No, I think we should start a YouTube channel. But we do like we do like to explore different things. We've gone Bigfoot hunting. We've gone to the Benjamin Pump House. We'll have to check out Vivian's tree sometime. Because I've never heard of that one, so. But yeah, we'll go get all the local ones, and then if we get big, we go to other places because other people will be paying for us to go there. <laughs> they put us at risk for their benefit, for <laughs> and, their entertainment and entertainment. <laughs> so. Have you, real quick, sorry, while we're on the subject of stupid people doing stupid things that are funny, have you guys heard of BuzzFeed Unsolved? Yes. It's so funny. They're a good one. Because there's the two guys, right, talking, and they talk about unsolved cases and things. So, yeah, basically, it's two dudes that go to, like, haunted places, and one is, like, the most skeptical skeptic you've ever seen in your life, and the other is, like, a super hardcore believer in ghosts, and, <laughs> like, they just dink around, like, the guy that's really skeptical just makes fun of it the whole time. And then the guy was really believable. Was like, oh, I heard something. And the guy's like, no, you didn't, you idiot. And it's just super funny and super entertaining. We should, one of these days, we have to go to someplace like legit haunted. Just take a step in. I don't know. Asylum 59. <laughs> anyway, if you have any good ideas, you know, let us know in the comment section below. <laughs> comment down below. Subscribe. Smash, Smash that subscribe. like button. <laughs> 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 Instagram, our YouTube, our Twitch. MySpace. <laughs> Guys, do you think if we added background music to my deep introductory voice, it would sound better? Yeah. We're, we're, a little more creepy. Ryan's going to sign us off. Try it. Try it. Wait, we have to do our things, though. We can do it after. Okay, fine. Or now. Or... Ryan, just say your thing, and then we'll end. <laughs> Is Slenderman real? We have confirmed. We think he's fake. Nessie, possibly real. Skinwalkers, definitely real. Bloody Mary, just an urban legend. Until next time. My name is Thomas. This is Holmes. This is Ryan. And this is Sitting, Sitting on, on a Bench. bench. Oh, hey. I've been trying.